Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm your co-host Jackie Spinell. And I'm Hannah Meyer-Plotkin. Let's dive right in. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dive Right In. Jackie, it's so good to see you. Finally, it's been so long. I know, long time no see. How are things in your life? What's new? Um, pretty good. Um, end of October, which means a lot of college work. Um, mm-hmm. but it's been pretty good. Um, field hockey, school, it's pretty much my day. How about you? I relate to most of that, not really the field hockey part. You know, I I derive most of my exercise from, you know, walking Bella. <laughs> but um, I was really happy to see the pictures of you on senior night. It was really cute. Thank you. Posters. Yes. Um, but yeah, college applications. And also, I've been really enjoying just like catching up on what's going on in the news after all the Chagim, after all the holidays when we weren't able to record. I feel like there's just like so much happening in the world um, and so much going on to educate ourselves on, like the current upcoming election on November 8th. If you don't have um, a voting plan, make sure to um, to make a voting plan. Um, there's lots of important people on the ballot this year. Something cool is that my um, AP macro and AP gov teacher from last year, her husband is running for attorney general of our state. So that's pretty cool. So if you're from Ohio, you could look into Jeff Crossman for attorney general. So I feel like I've just been super politically engaged recently, just catching up on what's going on, researching all of the different issues that are you know, up for a vote. I've really been seeing a lot of yard signs pop up all over my neighborhood. So it's been interesting to like, you know, look into the different people and the candidates and their issues. Um, so that's something that like I actually have been really enjoying. That's I I mean, I think as some of our listeners know, because um, you guys have heard us um, many weeks um, over the past few years. But I think sophomore year for me was definitely like the year where I was very political, politically active. And I think it's something that I really found a liking to and interest in and just still find incredibly fascinating and important. Um, but unfortunately, I haven't been as up to date and everything as I'd like. Um, I can notice um, like lawn signs or or um, certain candidates um especially local politics that um that maybe i like or would vote for if i could vote but um or would encourage my parents or other people i know to vote for but it's definitely something that i haven't paid enough attention to um as much as i would like i am this year taking a really interesting law course which i've really um been interested in just because um, I don't know, I, or I should say, I know a lot about, um, like law and and politics in action and like kind of on the field, like canvassing and getting out the vote and all these types of things, because that's more what I took part in. Um, but I'm learning a lot more constitutional law, which is also really interesting. And I think it's something that that's important for everybody to know, um, even if it's just like the basic point of it and not like, you know, all the all the parts of it. Um, but yeah, Hannah, what else have you been um, doing to make yourself happy? 
Well, I just wanted to mention really quickly that I have been noticing that your mom, Jackie, has definitely been, you know, upping her political action with her new uh, nonprofit called Factor It In. Would you be willing to like walk us through that a little bit and tell us about Factor It In and, um, you know, what we're looking at in terms of abortion and college? Yeah, so Factored In was an idea that my mom had, um, I want to say last spring, maybe even, yeah, I want to say last spring, early summer, and and even like it really, even right at, at the beginning of summer, um, when we were away in Poland and Israel, um, when Roe v. Wade got overturned, and it's sort of this idea that students that females going to colleges in certain states that don't that where they wouldn't have the right to an abortion affects those students more than they would necessarily know because they may not be able to get an abortion they would have to go very far um, to get an abortion there eat there are even bounty hunters or the idea of bounty hunting for um, seeking out people that are trying to get abortions in the estates um, where abo- getting an abortion is banned or has has is not a, a right. So these it's factored in kind of takes the approach of tackling this issue by looking by meant by making people more aware of, of this problem and encouraging them not to apply to colleges in these specific states. Therefore, in the long run or in a bigger um in the bigger scheme of things, colleges would affect would be affected financially and by the amount of students um, or students applying. So it kind of takes that approach and it's not always like field work necessarily um like this person in this position right now we're helping this one person but more the overall um idea of this and i think it's pretty interesting it's it's grown a lot in terms of high school and college students um and middle school students i believe who are interested in this issue um and i definitely in the future like this is something that i know hannah and i are both very passionate about the whole idea of um equal access to abortions and pro choice and women's rights and everybody's rights um but um so I'd love to have my mom or somebody on the factored in team come and talk about it but that's sort of to the extent of what I know that is so cool and I think your mom would be a great guest to have on the podcast and I really like how with factored in it puts the power into the students hands to make their own choices and to make their you know own decisions about where they want to apply to college and just reminding students that you know, where they look at and where they apply really matters. And there's a lot of factors that goes into it. And one of them should be the politics of the state that the school is in um, to ensure that the school is putting pressure on state and local governments to make the right choice in terms of um, abortion bans. So I really think that there's a lot that we can unpack there that we definitely do want to unpack um, at a later date. I know Jackie um, and I wanted to do a bit of a zoom in focus this week on the current situation going on with anti-Semitism. So we wanted to take sort of the approach of, you know, every so often doing a current events update that really like focuses in and zeroes in on one topic that we're really seeing a lot of and that the two of us are really passionate about. Um, and unfortunately, that this week it is anti-Semitism. 
Um, and I don't want to, when it comes to anti-Semitism, I think a lot of times we focus on the perpetrator instead of focusing on like the people who are really affected by anti-Semitism. So we also wanted to make space to really talk about like Jewish, Jewish joy and Jewish solidarity and, you know, how we've seen other people speak out against anti-Semitism who aren't Jewish um, and really take a stand and take action and really platform those people instead of just drawing more attention to those who are contributing to the anti-Semitism. So that's just sort of like the perspective that we wanted to take um, this week, but I'll let Jackie sort of, um, Jackie, you wanna, you wanna take it away? Yeah, so I just wanna say, I love what you just said. Um, and I think it's a really important point for people to keep in mind in all walks of um, life and prejudice and all these things that surround us. Um, so something that's been in the news very, um very recently and is continuing to go on is the whole Kanye West um anti-semitic and um hate crimes speech um in general so for anybody that doesn't know Kanye West is a very famous rapper he was married to Kim Kardashian he was a billionaire um and he's black he grew up in the south side of Chicago um, but, you know, now is very wealthy, um, has major, um, has really has uh, partnerships with Adidas and um, other big brands like that. Um, and has also has a very um, well known and um, successful brands of his own as well, such as Yeezy. Um, so, what happened? So Kanye West, so on October, Kanye West has always had a history of these anti-Semitic, these um, racist, homophobic, um, anything else I'm forgetting? Um, Just like misogynistic, bigoted, um, super right-wing, ultra-conservative. Yeah, major Trump supporter. Um, and yeah, so so he kind of he has this already this persona. He's also does have um mental health issues. I believe he is bipolar um or has has some sort of um mental health disease like that. Um which also brings up the the idea of um explains but doesn't excuse or maybe doesn't explain all of these things, but I do have to just say, I don't think it excuses any of this. Um, I believe I haven't supported him for years um, and never been a fan of him, but also, yeah. Um, so on October 3rd, he was wearing a White Lives Matter shirt to, um, I believe, one of his fashion shows at Paris Fashion Week. And um, this caused a lot of people, a lot of celebrities to speak out about this. And then on October 8th, he said this tweet that said he'd go, quote, death con three on Jewish people. Um, and a lot of people, this received a lot of um, backlash and criticism from celebrities, from people, from society in general. And it also, there was um, this idea that his actions may have encouraged Nazi-like groups. Um, and like this past weekend, there was a protest in LA where a ban uh, there was a banner that said, Kanye West is right about the Jews. So um, other examples like that kind of um, neo-Nazi-like groups. So 
since that tweet, there have been um, he's there have been his uh, Twitter and Instagram accounts have been banned. Um, he's been declined in radio play. Um, Apple and Spotify were told to halt their deals with him. Balenciaga ended um, his their relationship with him. Adidas ended uh, their partnership with him, which um, where he lost when he, he that made him lose his billionaire status. Um, and TJ Maxx um, announced it will no longer uh, purchase Yeezy products. Um, and all of these Foot Locker um, and Get the Gap uh, and all of these places have um, have dropped him. It's truly like so, so scary and really like appalling to see people, um, you know, come out and say these things and the amount of support on the posts when he goes and spews super bigoted rhetoric is just like crazy and it's clear in my opinion that what he's doing well it's clear in my opinion it's not like such an oxymoron but to me i think it's like i i think he's really just doing this for attention and i think he just took it too too far and you know even just saying i i think that he took it too far many many months ago when he started with the whole white lives matter and the whole racist and bigoted thing and he just kept going and going and going because he got the attention that he wanted. Um, and I think that that's something that that celebrities, you know, that gets to their head. They just want the media attention. They want the, the clicks and the comments. And, you know, I think that that was sort of what he was looking for. And it's not excusable at all. It's just clear he needed mental health counseling. I think a lot of the things that he said, it was it was clear that he has serious mental health issues just mm-hmm. by the fact that, you know, he he says preposterous things about, like, I can think of tweets he said about his niece who's three years old or um, his, the, his ex-wife, um, the mother of his children or just people in general. I think he's just like, things like that are just spewed out at random times with little to no context he clearly just holds so much hate in his heart that he doesn't have an outlet for and that he doesn't know what to do with that is sort of channeled into what will get him attention and and he's getting that attention but what really like what bothers me is thinking about how all of these brands really dropped him in the last like week or so when major media corporations were were finally calling finally calling Kanye out but he has been doing you know this sort of internet game of just saying the wildest things for a while now. This is not new. This is something that's been going on for a really long time. And what's surprising to me is that it took this long for Balenciaga and for TJ Maxx and for all of these brands to drop him. Um, I think that this should have happened a really long time ago. I don't think it should have had to get to this point. I don't think his actions are excusable. Um, I think that, that, you know, I, Maybe this sounds too much like cancel culture, but if someone's going to go out and be openly racist and um, just like say the wildest things, it's not someone that that you should be working with as a brand. It shouldn't it shouldn't matter if you're being called out by major media corporations or not. I think that people need to be more in tune with that um, and people need to realize 
that we don't have to go to the extremes to make a change. Um, so that's just sort of where I am at with the with the big corporations dropping him. Is it too little, too late? I think that whoever you ask might have a different opinion. I would say that this should have happened a long time ago. Um, I'm not sure, Jackie. What do you think about that? No, it it brings up a really interesting um, idea because especially there's so much money involved in these deals. Like they also like as much as they must care about as much as perhaps they care um like for example this person say a few months ago this person is continuously um spewing prejudice or hate in general but he is his brand is bringing this company so much money there's the company if they're not receiving backlash for that like there's also some, you know, you want you want your company to succeed. It's it's probably not in the best financial interest for them to cut him off, but it's it's important morally. So, I mean, yes, I do think they this should have happened a long time ago, but also I don't know all of the like I don't know everything about it. I think like in black and white, like for sure. Um and I think like that comes before any money or monetary value or anything like that but you know life isn't that simple and like you know these companies do want to thrive themselves you're right I think a lot of this was fueled by major financial decisions and it's not that easy to just drop a multi-billion dollar deal um, as it is to you know just post an Instagram graphic being like we're against anti-semitism um but with that, I wanted to talk about some of the um, celebrities and stars who really spoke out against the anti-Semitism. Um, and then we'll talk about Jewish joy and what we can do to stop anti-Semitism. Um, but Bella Hadid, who's known to be an anti-Zionist, um, spoke out. There's There's been a graphic that a lot of people have reposted on their Instagram stories. Um, and she reposted that graphic and that came as a bit of a surprise to me, um, but it also sparked a lot of controversy because a lot of people see anti-Zionism as anti-Semitism. Um, and so some people were saying that it was ingenuine or disingenuine, um, but I, I think we have to take what we can get at this point. And there's just so much hate that it, if someone's, you know, trying to make peace with the Jews, like. I don't necessarily think that anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism anymore. That is something that I used to believe. Um, but other people like Amy Schumer, Reese Witherspoon, um, even Kim Kardashian said hate speech is never okay or excusable. Um, speaking out against her formal, former husband, Kanye, the Los Angeles mayor again, um, Eric Garcetti spoke out after what was happening in, um, in his town in LA and Josh Gad from Frozen. All of these people have been taking a stand on really mobilizing change, which has been really, really valuable. But overall, um, I think it's very important that this is happening, this action against Kanye West. Um, and I hope that I hope that this is really um, makes a positive impact and kind of brings everybody to this common this knowledge that um regardless of his amazing art his fashion his music um that doesn't necessarily 
mean that his actions are excusable or it's still okay to support him necessarily um, because somebody like him has just been problematic for years and I'm glad that this is finally uh, coming coming to the uh, the spotlight. Absolutely I totally agree with you but it's clear that reposting an Instagram graphic on your story isn't what's going to solve anti-semitism but the ADL the Anti-Defamation League um, which is a, um, I believe it's a nonprofit, but basically they really work to stop anti-Semitism in a myriad of ways. Um, they have a list of things that we can, tangible things that we can do. Um, and so I really just wanted to highlight this quickly before we wrap. Um, so the three categories that they really break their action items into are speak up and advocate against any hate that you see. Um, which includes contacting local Jewish community members to consider like supporting different organizations that are in your community. Um, you can also share facts by learning um, all you can about anti-Semitism and knowing how to report incidents of anti-Semitism um, and also showing strength by talking to friends and families and colleagues and other young people about the consequences of anti-Semitism, extremism and hate and just listening to what the Jewish people in your life have to say. Um, there's also lots of ways that you can encourage your government or governments around the world to stop anti-Semitism and we'll link the article to that in the, um, in the show notes below so that you can familiarize with that. So definitely check that out. Um, and we lastly just wanted to end with why we're each proud to be Jewish. Um, and what makes me proud to be Jewish is knowing that I'm connected to a heritage and a lineage and a people that goes back thousands and thousands of years and will continue to go on for thousands and thousands of years. And I'm just part of the chain of very strong and powerful people who have a rich history and culture and heritage. Um, and that makes me really proud. I completely agree with that. Um, and adding on to that, I love just being part of such a, a small but unified group of people. Um, I feel like that, again, just has such a rich history, um, traditions, holidays, um, and really values family and friends and relationships. Um, and um, yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. And we would love to hear in the comments below um, what makes you proud to be Jewish? Or if you're not Jewish, uh, why do you stand up to anti-Semitism? Why do you speak out? And why is this important? Um, and we would love to we would love to discuss and hear more. That's it for this week's episode of Dive Right In with Jackie and Hannah. If you liked what you heard, you can find us on Instagram at Podcast, as well as our website www.diveridandpodcast.weebly.com. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen, and you can leave any additional feedback at diverdinpodcasts at gmail.com. And you just dove right in.